Welcome to Cozy Cast. This is your host, Chloe Taylor, and here we talk about manifestation, mindset, and creating your dream life into reality. So grab your favorite beverage and get cozy so I can help you unfold your real magic and show you just how valuable you already are. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Happy hump day. Oh my goodness. I feel like every time I sit down to record this podcast, the inspiration, like genuinely when I record this podcast, it is like such an inspired backed thing. Like inspiration just hits me and I'm like, oh man, I need to go sit down and get this out in a podcast right now. So this podcast is like the easiest thing I do in my workday because it is so free formed, flowing, and so inspired and guided by the universe in my humble opinion. But today I want to talk to you guys about the law of attraction slash manifestation. And you guys knew this episode was coming. I started out in the first technically episode of this podcast, talking to you guys about gratitude. And before we even jump into the law of attraction and manifestation, I do want to say if you haven't given that episode a listen, please go back and do so. I will cover it like slightly here, but that one really kind of gives you the full effect of gratitude and what that's about and how it changed my life and how it can change your life too. So first and foremost, I want to tell you, The law of attraction and manifestation will, I mean, it will work for you in a roundabout way, but it will not work in the way you want it to if you are coming at your life from such an ungrateful place. You need to get your mind in the place where you can express gratitude before things are going to start unfolding the way you want them to. And the reason I say that is because think about this. To me, and as we'll get into it today, you'll know a little more. To me and to, I believe, anybody who practices law of attraction or manifestation, if everything that you are thinking is already manifesting your reality, everything you have around you right now is based on the reality that you have projected out for yourself. So if you're in a crappy situation, most likely that you have genuinely put yourself there. And it might even be on an unconscious level. This isn't me sitting here and telling you that everything you're, that's around you is your fault. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about like abuse and like, I don't want you guys to come at it from that place because I do think a lot of it is unconscious. And I do think a lot of the times we have experiences very early on in our lives that trigger that unconscious or subconscious thing to keep repeating. So you know, maybe you are in a relationship that you're not very happy about. Know that there could have been something early on for you still stuck in your subconscious that is triggering that into where you are now. So that's what I mean when I say those things. So know that, that everything you have right now is based off of where your thoughts are. And you can change your subconscious mind or unconscious mind. That's probably another episode topic that we'll go over in the future, but there is a way to kind of reprogram that part of you if that's where you are truly struggling. So back to gratitude. (laughs) If you do nothing else, this is why this is the foundation. Gratitude is the foundation because even if you do nothing with the law of attraction, you do nothing with manifestation, know that if you are expressing gratitude every single day of your life, 
every single day. There's always something to be grateful for. Always. I don't care if you are the saddest you have ever been, the angriest you have ever been, whatever it might be, there is still always something that you can think of to be grateful for. I promise. Whether that's clean drinking water, whether that's literally the sun in the sky, the rain clouds, maybe it's the roof over your head. Maybe it's your car. Maybe it's the kindness of a stranger. There are there is something to be grateful for in every moment. And people can't take that from you, which I think is the most beautiful thing about gratitude is that has to come from you internally. That's not something that somebody can take from you. And the moment that you flip your reality into, and this will probably be another podcast episode as well. The moment you flip your reality into things are happening for me, not to me, that will make all the difference in how you express gratitude as well. Because even when bad things happen or things that you deem to be bad, think about something that happened in the past that to you is bad, but think about how much you grew from that experience. So even in things that you don't really like, there's something to be grateful for at every moment. So know that gratitude is the foundation. So let's talk about law of attraction and manifesting. Now, to me, the most basic component or basic description that I can give to you is it's an ask, believe, receive mentality. So a lot of people, I think, actually already do use this and it's just called something else. It's called having faith, um, you know, and however you choose to allow this to flourish in your life, that's fine. And I actually don't think I've ever really heard somebody else say it this way. And I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes when I say this. I am somebody who accepts all forms of religion, all forms of spirituality. If it makes you the person that you're meant to be in this life, then it's right. I don't think anybody's wrong. However, I believe that when people are expressing faith through prayer, you're asking, you're believing, you're having the faith, and then you receive. This to me is exactly how the law of attraction works. The only difference is that most people don't put that to a specific higher power. Maybe they do, and it's like universal power, which that's like that for me. But I always tell you guys, Never take what I say and use it for yourself. Use it in your own way that pertains to you. So if that's a higher power for you, then that's how this is going to be. But if it's universal power, source energy, however you want to depict it, that's fine. It's all kind of the same thing. <laughs> and like I said, I don't think anybody's ever, in my opinion, laid it out that way. But to me, it is all the same. So, um, and the reason I say that is because I do have personal experience with that. And it's something I don't even know if I'll ever really talk about on this podcast, but I do have personal experience where I did grow up with a different spirituality and now I'm in a different one from then. And I see where this same rule has applied and where I've used it with both belief systems and gotten the same result. So to me, it's all the same. Um, and with that, you're kind of doing the same thing. You're asking for whatever it might be. So let's say you want a new car and <laughs> we'll just go from there. Baseline. I mean, that's not really a baseline. I think a baseline would be like a cup of coffee or something. So we're going a little bit bigger here, but you know what? Dream it. This is about living your dream life. So say you want a new car. You are going to take all the steps, which we will also have, or I will also have future podcast episodes on different techniques, but 
let's say you want this new car, you decide you're gonna make a vision board, you're gonna find the make, the model, you're gonna find pictures of it, post them up around your bedroom or wherever you spend the most time. You're gonna envision yourself in this car, you're gonna feel how joyful you would feel having this car. And you're also, you're going to, you know, this is kind of the going through the motions. You start with the asking, you start with putting out those pictures. You start with, um, sending out that message to the universe. You start with writing it down. You know, this is the thing that I really want. And then you go to that mentality of believing you put yourself in that mindset. You put yourself again, envision yourself in that car. How does it feel? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? How does it drive? Where are you going to go when you have that car? What are you going to do with it? Who are you, who's going to be with you? You put yourself in a belief system state that you are a belief system, a belief state that you already have it. And someone might tell you that this is like some fantasy make believe. Okay. I want you first to know that that has nothing to do with you. If anybody judges you for doing this for yourself, I don't say you don't need that person, but just lead by example. Like just let them see how much this works for you and don't give up just because somebody else says that it's not going to work. That's something that I find for myself is a, or was not really anymore a problem, but that's something in the beginning I felt like was always a problem where I would express this dream that I really wanted. I would believe in it. And then it would come crashing down because I would have people around me say, Oh, you have your head in the clouds. That's a pipe dream, whatever it might be. And then those things wouldn't come into my reality because I would start to believe that it wouldn't come true either. So don't let other people interfere with the belief part of this, especially because to me, this is the most crucial part. I mean, all of them technically work in tandem, but if you can't get yourself to believe it, it's not going to happen. That is just the facts. If you cannot put yourself in that state, feel the feelings, know that it's coming to you and just trust that it will happen in the correct universal timing for you, that it will not if you go to a state of no, it's not going to happen. Why isn't this working for me? Da, 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 da. It's that's going to be your reality. It will not work for you. And I think a lot of people do get caught up at this stage or they'll put time limits on it. And like, don't get me wrong. If a time limit really does work for you and that kind of supercharges you, makes you like really believe more in it, then like, by all means, put some time limits on it. But for most people, I find that that doesn't really work because a lot of the time, if you put a time limit on this, it's, it becomes that it becomes the, Oh, when is it coming? Why is it not here? This is the data I set. Why didn't it work? You know? So, and it, it sometimes can also stress you out because if you set a time limit and you're expecting this thing to be delivered by this time. Number one, it kind of makes you put a chokehold on the universe, which is never the thing you want to do. You kind of put a chokehold on the universe and say, you're going to give this to me at this time, which I feel like the universe will clap right back if you try to influence it that way. And it also, if you don't see things happening a lot of the time, if you're not somebody who is super strong in your belief with this, if you don't see certain things lining up and happening for you leading up to this, I mean, we, let's be real. It could all happen overnight. You could get to that very last day and the next day it just happens. I know that from my own personal experience, but if you don't see things not lining up in time, it will put you sometimes into that mind state of, well, it's obviously not working. So why don't I just give up? And that's not where you want to be because that makes things not come to you. It makes, it may, it slows down the process. That's really what it is. It slows down the process and those things may still come to you, but you're just making the process take so much longer than it needs to. So you're basically 
making things harder for yourself if you can't let things happen how they're meant to happen. So, I mean, also on the flip side of that, you can put time limits to a degree that I think are a little bit more easy. Like you could say, okay, this year or maybe like a seasonal type thing on it. But I don't think it's good in my own personal experience. Do what works for you. But I don't think it's good to say, hey, this is the date. This is when I expect it. You know, I just don't think that that's, I think at least for me, it detracts. It detracts and it it causes me more stress than it's worth. So then once you've kind of got your belief around it and practice it, you know, don't, for some people, this is going to vary, but in my opinion, don't just ask for it once and then never think about it again. Because to me, that isn't really a true desire if it's not on your mind at least a little bit. Obviously, we don't want to put ourselves in an obsessive mind state because that's going to... This, I feel like, is where things get a little tricky. You don't want to make yourself become so obsessed with this thing and then stress that it's not happening. But at the same time, you still want to feel that energy around you. You still want to feel that joyful, abundant feeling as often as you possibly can because again, that's going to lightning fast track that to you or attract that to you. So you do want to keep yourself in that vibrational frequency of abundance and thinking you already have it, but don't do it to the point of it hinders you instead of helps you. So for everybody, that's going to be a little bit different. And I will give you a little personal story here. For me, I am a Taurus sun sign, which very financially minded and I honestly could tell you, I could talk about money all day, every day. That is just, I'm very financially minded. I'm somebody who, if I'm in any kind of a financial uh, burden, it really upsets me, which I mean, does anybody really want to be financially burdened? I mean, I feel like that's a general for everyone. Nobody wants to be experiencing financial difficulty. I do feel like for me, because I am so methodical about it and planned about it, and it, it can truly become my obsession. Money will be something that I will chase, which for me, is very detrimental to my ability to manifest. And here's why. Because if I focus too heavily on money, it becomes an obsession. It no longer becomes fun. It becomes a point of stress for me. And just recently, this actually changed for me. I was reading through my Moonology deck. I was looking at the book, which is something I don't normally do, but I had pulled a specific Taurus card and I was interested to see what Yasmin Boland had to say about this. And I talk about this deck all the time, by the way. I will link it down below for you guys. She had put in there, chase the dream, not the money. And my intuition went off like a thousand freaking light bulbs. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing wrong. I was being so methodical about this, telling myself, this is the amount of money I have to make every month to make my dream a reality. When in reality, I was just restricting, putting the universe in a chokehold and saying, you will give me this amount of money so I can live my dream life out. And I mean, it wasn't quite like that. I actually believe more in giving to others than I do to myself, but that's just kind of the mentality I was in. And then I, it just really hit me like, don't get me wrong. If that works for you and you can plan out, okay, this is how much I need to make universe. Help me out, please. And that works for you and you don't become obsessive with it. Then that's great. Perfect tactic for you. For me personally, does not work. I have to focus more on the things that I'm trying to bring into my life instead of the actual financial aspect. So that's what I mean when I say those things, like it's going to be different for every single person. 
And when you get to the receiving point, which this is the final stage, right? You get to that receiving point, that's, that's it. And it's to me personally, I always know when I'm in the right state to be receiving because there will be so many synchronicities. And I actually have a podcast episode with my twin flame on our podcast, twin flames, always linked down below. Uh, it's on like 10 different platforms, I think now, but always linked down below. Love my twin flame. She's a bay. <laughs> but we have a whole episode dedicated to synchronicities and uh, synchronicities and how they're like not coincidences. And to me, the more and more and more you start seeing these synchronicities, you know, numbers that you're constantly seeing, like one, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. Uh, I'm going to do a whole episode on universal signs and synchronicities to kind of give you a better idea in the future. But you'll see those things more and more and more and more. And if you don't believe in coincidences, which I don't, <laughs> you will know that you are on the right track. And on top of that, something else I want to put in here is manifesting isn't necessarily just about putting all this stuff out there, putting all that positive energy out there, and then just sitting on the couch and doing nothing. I think a lot of people also think that it doesn't work because of this. People think that I've heard this too. I've heard this from people that don't believe like naysayers in the law of attraction. People will say, yeah, people think just sitting on the couch and meditating is going to bring their reality in, which like sometimes that really does work. But for the most part, the universe says, Hey, I want to give you this thing. But a lot of times the current place that you're operating from isn't going to elicit that reality because if it did, you would already have it. So think about it in that context, something usually has to be adjusted, whether it's an inspired action that you need to take a person you need to meet, you need to put yourself out there more. You need to be putting money away for something specific. That's going to align you. Sometimes there is things on your end that you need to do to make it a reality. So don't think that just because you're doing all of this stuff, you can just sit around and wait for it to happen. I mean, don't force it. <laughs> Again, this is where things get tricky. Don't force it, but you know, and if you are tapped into your intuition, which do an episode on that in the future, if you're tapped into your intuition and you know what it sounds and feels like, you're going to be able to pick out those things. Oh, this is an inspired action that I'm supposed to take towards this. You just know it is a sense of knowing. So. And I mean, I think a lot of us can say, at least I'll speak for myself here, that you've already experienced this. You already know when you just know, you know, like, and again, I do. I think a lot of people have already experienced that in their life. You have something happen and you just know it is a, it is a sense of just knowing. And so putting yourself in that and being able to take that action in just a knowing state that's honestly, that's, that's signaling from the universe. Okay, do this. And we'll keep like pulling you on your path. And sometimes the universe will test you. Sometimes the universe doesn't always believe that this is what you really want. And it will say, okay, like obviously not actually say, I mean, maybe if that works for you, I don't know. I've never heard the universe directly speak audio words to me, but for some people, maybe that's the reality. Uh, but you will, the universe will say, okay, I get that you want this thing, but show me that you want it. Show me how bad you want it. Show me that you're willing to commit to this process. Because sometimes if something that you want, you may maybe aren't, like I said, in the place to actually receive and you think that you want it, but then when you actually get it, maybe it's not all it's chalked up to be or talked up to be rather. Maybe it's not all it's talked up to be. And it's, 
it's something that would actually be more hurtful to you than helpful. So that's kind of what I mean, where the universe is going to sit there and say, okay, I see that you want this, but you need to show me that you want it. So I hope that kind of covers a lot of the basic stuff behind manifestation. I do want to leave you guys with a couple more personal stories because for me personally, when I hear other people using law of attraction and they tell me how they've used it and how it's worked out for them, it makes me have such a stronger belief. So I hope that these stories are going to resonate with you. But the first one I want to talk about is my spouse. I want to make this kind of short because it could be a long story if I allowed it to be. But I have been with my husband for almost 11 years at this point. Uh, We started dating as juniors in high school and we got married around age 22. So we dated for about five and a half years and then got married. And in total, it's been 11 years. I think this past year it was five years married. So I want to tell you guys how I actually attracted him because I technically did without even really trying or knowing what I was doing. So before, I kind of have to give you a little backstory, if you will. I had been, I'm a very romantic person, okay? I have Cancer, Venus, 7th house. If you guys do natal charting, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I am Venus, Cancer, 7th house. My husband actually is too. So very romantic by nature. I've been romantic by nature my whole life. Always wanted a partner for life um, from a very young age. Just an extremely romantic person. And the first boy that I ever started dating, it was just a bad relationship. It was not a relationship. It was a relationship. And sorry, pardon my French, but it was just not a good relationship. And I don't have any hard feelings now. This guy and I have even like, he's even apologized to me. Like it's it, we were honestly just too immature for what I wanted. He in my humble opinion, he was too immature for what I wanted. And I was still immature too, 100%. Will own that. I wanted way too much, way too soon in my life. But we only dated for about six months. And I actually broke up with him because he was just into a lot of things, a lot of dark things that I really wasn't interested in. And it was painful for me to watch him do this. So I basically had to cut the cord because A, I wasn't going to be dragged down with him. And B, It was just too painful to watch. I couldn't do it. Even though I had, to me, what I thought love was, I had love for him. Now that I've experienced unconditional love from my partner, I know that that wasn't the same love, but I do believe that at every age we experience love a little bit differently. So for me at that time, that was love and that was true heartbreak and true utter destruction from a romantic perspective. So I did break it off with him and I was depressed. I can openly admit to you, even without the diagnosis, because I do have depression now, I know exactly what that feels like. And at that time, I was depressed for at least a year. And nobody, I guess, really noticed. I don't really know what was going on with that. But it wasn't until I picked myself up off the ground and I said, you know what? I'm actually a great person. I'm super worthwhile. And I stopped focusing on this relationship, on those negative feelings. And I started building myself up. Like, for instance, I would actually, this is so corny. (laughs) I would, I would record, uh, alarm clocks for myself and like set them on my old freaking, it wasn't a Blackberry. It was like a knockoff Blackberry. I would set these old recordings for myself that would say like, wake up, Chloe. Today's going to be another amazing day. You're so gorgeous. Um, This day is going to be beautiful. It's waiting for you. Like I would just wake up with that positive notion right off the bat. And I'm telling you, 
because I started focusing on the positive, I really do believe, but I feel like I had to get there. That's something I want to throw in there. I had to get there because if you can't heal those emotional wounds beforehand, it's going to hinder your progress. So I'm not trying to sit here and tell you, like, ignore all of your problems and just put yourself in a positive mind state because that's going to hinder you later on if you don't try to heal first and then go from there. So technically, this was part of my process of healing was bringing myself up. So I would do this and I wasn't focused on a relationship. I wasn't focused on meeting anyone. I wasn't, I technically knew what I wanted from a relationship, but I was just not so desperate. (laughs) and in a roundabout way, my husband and I connected in such a weird way. I'd already, I'd known him since like middle school, but we ended up texting and it was such a, it was so universally aligned. It was dumb. Like I look back on it now and it was over text message over the weirdest thing. And without drawing out the story too much, like we were so hot and heavy so fast. Like both of us had been hurt and heartbroken and we openly admit that we were kind of rebounds for each other in a way, but it got very serious very fast. Like within the first month, we were already telling each other we loved each other. Like it was very serious from the moment that we started dating. And it was just kind of like that for our entire relationship. And we never, it was the perfect relationship. Like I couldn't have pulled that out of my ass if I wanted to. Like it was too good almost. Like it was, it was complete, pure, unconditional love like I had never experienced. I am openly willing to say before my partner, I didn't know what unconditional love felt like. And now I wholeheartedly know what it feels like and what it looks like. And it is the most like pure form of love you can ever give to someone or to like a thing. But it just, it was just truly magical. Like there was no games that we didn't ever play games. There was no, oh, I'm not going to call you because you didn't call me back. So now you have to wait two days. Like there was no game playing. And that was what I wanted from a relationship. And I think that was what he wanted too. I don't know if I've ever actually specifically asked him that, but based on the past history before me, I could see where that would be a point of contention for him. So that was kind of how that reality manifested. And the other one I want to talk about is Paris, which is so funny because one of my biggest inspirations is Isabel Plasios. And this was what set her on the tone of manifesting as well was Paris. She really wanted to manifest a trip to Paris. And technically, I believe in law of attraction, it's you ask, believe, and then you kind of have to let it go. Like you have to let the idea of this outcome go, because if you hold it too tight, that just pushes it away from you. It becomes obsessive. So I had already set these intentions that I wanted to travel overseas. This had been something I'd really been thinking about. I mean, it's especially when I started realizing what the law of attraction and manifesting actually were, which didn't really come about until probably early 2018 for me, maybe late 2017. That was when I really started to read into it and read books about it and come to understand it better. But I always kept telling myself, I really want to travel the world. I really want to travel the world. And Paris specifically, just because it is such a romantic city. I grew up such a romantic. I took French in high school because I wanted to go to Paris. I had Eiffel Tower stuff all over my room. Like, this is law of attraction at its finest. I didn't even realize that's what I was doing, but I was. And 
The only reason I don't think this came to me as quickly as it maybe could have, because I had opportunities. If I had done better in French, I could have gone to Paris. That's something that my French class would do. So I do believe that the opportunity was there even at that age. But then I just kind of stopped trying to manifest it. It stopped being a priority for me for many years. And once I started getting into law of attraction, I was like, wow, I I really want to travel the world. And it wasn't just one place. Like I wanted to do Greece. I wanted to do Italy. I wanted to do uh, England. I wanted to do Paris, France. I wanted like there's still places I want to go. I am not done traveling, not by far. But I mean, Greece is still my number one and I haven't been yet. But (laughs) I think I kind of need to put put the manifestation out there, which I really haven't yet. So that's part of it. And trust me, when I go to Greece, it will be all over my Instagram. Like you will see those pictures from Greece, I promise. (laughs) Um, Because it will happen. I believe that after this experience, I have no doubt in the law of attraction. So put this out there. And literally within like, I don't think again, I was really too dead set. It wasn't until kind of later in the year that I was like, well, yeah, like I would really like to travel the world. I put this intention out during a new moon in Libra, which is part of that is about travel. It's an air sign. And I put out this intention that I wanted to go somewhere, travel. I wasn't very specific who with, and I think that's something I will do different in the future. Not that I was ungrateful. I had a great time with my mom, but I put this intention out that I wanted to travel and I didn't just want to be local. I wanted to go far. And I am not joking. (laughs) Within a week of setting this intention and taking it so seriously, I got invited on the trip of a lifetime. I got invited to go to England for an event based around some of the work that I do in like my day job. And this was like out of the blue. I was not expecting this. And then I invited my mom to go with me and she wanted to go to more places. So then we set out to also do Paris, France, and go to Italy. So I did like 10 days overseas. Oh my gosh, like a month later or less. So I got the invitation that same week. And then the trip was finalized within like two weeks after that. And I left like the following week. So it came together so fast, so ridiculously fast. So that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Law of attraction, it's real, does work. I've seen it work in my own life. And those are some major examples. I have plenty of small examples too. I manifest parking every time I go out. Um, I even have friends who are like, wow, always travel with you because you're great with parking always manifest traveling. I've manifested coffee, like so many different things have come out of the law of attraction. So anyways, I hope this gave you a really good idea of kind of the roots, the roots that you got to plant to get started. And in future episodes, we're going to go a little bit more forward with this. I'm going to give you different techniques. I'm going to help you kind of bust through maybe some of your limiting beliefs, but this is, this is like, this is the step two, you know, this is the, you want to get into that law of attraction manifesting life. So I hope this gave you a pretty good intel. Please, please, please. If you have any questions, feel free to leave them on anchor, which is my hub. Feel free to leave them on Twitter, Instagram, send me an email. All of that stuff is down below for you guys. I would love to hear from you. If you have 
any limiting beliefs or questions about the law of attraction, please let me do an episode on them. I am more than grateful and excited. And even if you want to remain anonymous, that's fine. Just let me know. More than happy to start doing episodes on things like that. So I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your week and into next week. And yeah, just don't forget guys that you are beautiful inside and out. And I love each and every one of you so much. Bye. If you really loved what you heard today, be sure to leave me a review or even better, come support me on my main hub anchor. And if you'd love even more cozy in your life, be sure to follow me all around the web, including a YouTube channel, Instagram, and even a blog, all of that and more linked down below. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. And remember that each and every day in each and every way, you can add value to the world just by being yourself. 